Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hello, it's Colson here. Now you're about to listen to this week's episode of On The Sofa. But before you do so, I need a massive favor from you. And that favor is simply following or subscribing to the podcast on whatever platform you are listening to us on. When you do that, it's simple. All you have to do is you press the button and it downloads the episodes of the podcast automatically. It sends you a notification every time we release an episode and... It helps us grow the podcast. We cannot express how much we appreciate all of your support. Now you've done the favor, simply sit back, relax, and enjoy this week's episode of On The Sofa with me, Jack, and Ben. Hello and welcome back to On The Sofa with Colson, Jack and Ben. Now coming up on today's episode is... I give her a quick wet wipe on the old tush. Yeah. Made sure there were no clings. This is vile. And then that's it and then we're away. Okay and in part two of today's episode we're going to be talking all things poor things. All things poor things. But first lads, as always... What's been going on this week? What have you been up to? Bit of an animal encounter. Does it count if it's your dog? Yeah! Yeah, that's how it started, isn't um, it? I suppose it might have been, yeah. Yeah. I think it was like, was it like a Friday morning? I can't remember. I wasn't in work, but everybody had gone to work except me, if that makes sense. Home alone. So the dogs were in the um, living room by themselves. There was no fishes on. There was no jazz. Uh, there was no winter scene. We've been putting winter scenes on. What's winter scenes? Snow. Winter scenes, yeah. So it might be snowy mountains, a walk in the park, something like that. Again, with the nice relaxing spa New York music. in the fall. Yeah, it might be something like that. How have they gone from the fish to the winter then? Because <laughs> it's winter time. And it felt weird me putting on tropical fish in like January and December. Mm, they'd, know. they'd know. But what they'd if they know. don't like it as much? Uh, they do. They seem to. They seem to like it. Anyhow, they obviously fucking didn't because I've come downstairs and on the sofa, turd everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Just turd, turds. It's a field of turds on the couch. Is it right? the spread or is it perfect with the spread? It's the chocolate spread. That's exactly it's it. It's the chocolate spread. So they've shat and then mooched it through the sofa. One of them has. One of them's ill. And I'm trying to look to see which one's ill. Now, Lady 
is on the heated mat. She's not getting off. Mm. She's fine. Mm. The other three are sat on the couch with the shit. Mm. Right? <laughs> so Because Colson was asking whether they like the winter scene or not. They fucking lie in shit. They don't care. <laughs> Who's done it? Who the fuck's done it? Who's done it? Right. I think it's the poodle. I think it's the French one. It's the Maltese. I didn't know this. Maltese is from Malta. Did you know that? No. I suppose it makes sense. I always thought it was named after the chocolate. The Maltese. <laughs> Maltese, yeah. I think it's a... Just quickly, just run me through how you get turned off a sofa. Mm. Um, this is what I did. White wine. The pink stuff. White wine. <laughs> first of all, <laughs> first of all, I rang the girlfriend, obviously. Okay, straight away. And when the fucking dog's done a shit. Well, yeah, turned everywhere. Yeah. I said, what do I do? Yeah. Did a part of you not think, I will just pretend I've not seen it? Colson, it's a mountain. It's a mountain of turd on the couch. And it's an expensive couch. I used to, <laughs> this is terrible. I used to come home from school. See it. And if off. the dog had done a massive shit, I'd go upstairs to my room. And when mum and dad had come home, I'd come downstairs and be like, have you not let the dogs out? It's done it. And I'd be like, oh, bloody hell, it's done a shit on floor whilst I've been upstairs. Do you know what? They would have known. Having kids, I know instantly when they're giving me the, oh, I can't believe it, dad. Yeah, it stinks. It's got flies around it. So you've gone wet wipe initially. Hold on. Have you gone kitchen roll for the base? First, she said, mm. do poo bag. And I went, there's no poo bag. I'm, I'm grabbing liquid here. It's a compli- It's a jelly. It's a jelly. And she went, is it not solid? I went, no, no, it's fluid. It's just fluid. And I went, I think, I think it's a wet wipe and grab what you can. But I, th- I think it's a lottery. I think it just has to... I think it has to... It's, it's, and she went, is it washable? And I went, I think it's washable, but it's got to go in on its own. It's a blanket. Oh, it, it, hold on, it's turd on blanket. Turd on blanket. Save the sofa. Save the sofa. Oh, oh yeah, we're not fucking stupid. We're not amateurs. We've been doing this dog malarkey stuff for a few years now. Oh. Because of the location of it, do you think the dog was like asleep and it's happened, they've just not been able to control their bodily fluids? Piss me off because there's puppy pads mats that they usually go on yeah. that are at the back of the couch, completely clean. But is it feeling unwell? She got caught short. This is what I think. Because if you think, if you're a person, mm. yeah, and you've, you've got bad bowels or a bad stomach, mm. yeah, and you're on the sofa... You'd shit on the sofa. To shit yourself <laughs> on the sofa... You then get a, off. It's a, it's a bad day, isn't it? It's a bad yeah. day. But then you'd get off. Ariel s- sits there and she's shaking, literally shaking like a shouting dog. Angel looks terrified, mm. as though she's seen a ghost. And Baby <laughs> is just laid on her back, not arsed. <laughs> and the other one's off the sofa. I'll send you a picture. I've got. Oh, I don't know if I want to see a picture. I'll send you the picture, and then you know what we're talking just about. Just for clarity, are they covered in the shit? No, I don't think so. Mm. This is this is the first glance. Mm. Let me have a look. Let me have a look. It's coming through. The shit's coming through. Oh my god. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, no. We've got a whole load of stuff going on here. Who's the one that looks fucking well nervous there? That's Angel. Angel's shitting herself because she's going to yeah. get blamed. The Chihuahua. Who's the one in the top right corner there? That's the culprit. That, that's, that's the guilty party. 100%. And the other one couldn't give two fucks. Couldn't give two sleep. fucks. 
couldn't get nice sofa, but you've gone, you rugged up, you're fine. Yeah. I tell you what, big turds for small dogs. <laughs> yeah. Aren't they? Fucking hell. Yeah. There's jelly bits everywhere. What a picture. One isn't asked. Middle one thinking, don't blame me. Right one going, yeah. I, I've shit yeah, it's me all day long. Yeah. Oh, look at the one in the middle. It's very scared. That's Yeah, terrified. Oh, that's a shame, isn't it? But there's a lot of lumps there, Jack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oof. But I washed it. Good as new. And no more you, shit. You could have thrown it on your bed afterwards. But what do you do then? You've taken the blanket off and there's still, there still could be shit around or the potential of some shit. There wasn't. I give her a quick wet wipe on the old tush. Yeah. Made sure there were no clings. This is vile. And then that's it. And then we're away. So that was that was the Friday, I think. I fucking love this. There's nothing better than that chat. Mm. The, the Poirot of turds. I just couldn't do it. I couldn't have a dog, I don't think, for that reason. I want a dog, but I want a dog to go on walks with. What would you do if you had a child? Would you not change their nappy? Just get the staff to do it. Mum. <laughs> change my child's nappy. I've driven all the way from Manchester. I don't want to do it. Other than cleaning poos up, Jack, is that is that it? No, I had a cinema trip as well, didn't I? Ah. Because obviously it's today's film. Every man. Yeah. So we had some free tickets, actually. Do you remember when last time I told you I went to the Everyman? Ah, and the old the hot chocolate The hot chocolate chucked. down the mother-in-law. The chocolate chucker. <laughs> chocolate in crotch. And they gave us some tickets. Well, we've cashed in on them. Full family trip again. Mother-in-law, me and girlfriend went out. The threesome. We've got us three tickets and I went, we've got to go watch this poor things. Tough watch with mother-in-law, that, by the way. <laughs> Nothing's really a tough watch with her. She sort of just sits there and she's like, yeah, fine. Yeah. Like the salt burn, she's she's not She's asked. easy away. She's, she's easy Yeah, away. she's not. She's She wouldn't sit there and like go, oof. In fact, she did think, oof, that's a bit too much. You know when she's sort of... Um, Don't talk too much about the film. I won't talk first, too much though. about it. She gets the scalp on, she starts stabbing him in the eyes, yeah. doesn't she, at the beginning? Yeah. She was a bit, mm, bit grimacing for that. But other than that, it was fine. But we we walked to the cinema Saturday night. Wow, from one because end of town to the other. What time Saturday night? 7.45 at night. Oh I know, because I fucked up. You got a load of crap. Shades, leather jacket. No, because it's... No, it's, Carhartt coat, too cold. It's pitch black. It's pitch black. I had my, uh, just, a, just a jacket on, but I thought... Because we were going to drive, but traffic was just so bad. I went, do you know what? It's as long as it's short. We're talking 35, 40 minute walk, aren't we? 30 minutes. 30 minutes it took us. And, I mean, it was just full of fucking hawks and goblins. Because <laughs> it was payday, wasn't it? So town just, it was a, it was like it was the last night to drink before everybody died. Before lockdown. Yes, it was that. <laughs> and you were walking through it. And I was walking through it. In the end, I had to get a scarf and like wrap it round my head. <laughs> but yeah, and then it was bad on the way back. Ooh, way back's worse. Cold, Jack. Cold. And Manchester weather's ballsy. No, it wasn't that bad. It wasn't so that bad. how did you sit? Sofa and a single for the mother-in-law? Or were you on the sofa with the mother-in-law? It was two sofas. Ooh. And the mother-in-law was not happy that she didn't have a chair to herself. Mm. Was she sharing with someone? Well, I said, I went, no one would have booked that seat next to you. Someone comes in. And she said, well, the better or not, I don't know, or else you're sat in it. (laughs) (laughs) 
And was no one sat? No, in there it. was no one sat. When yeah. halfway through the film, did she say, "Get your hands off my daughter"? No. Give the snog. Sorry, when you go in for a big snog halfway through. Ah! <laughs> well, we're both sort of film people, aren't we, me and Hanny? So we'll both just concentrate on the film. Yeah. We're not ones for talking mm. or. No. Well, you can't talk on... in the cinema. You can't in the cinema. But allowed. even if we're at home, we won't speak to each yeah. other. We're sat watching the film. Retro sweets? She wanted to get retro sweets that ran out. Oh, you're joking. I went burger and cookie dough and ice cream and a Coke. Cookie dough and ice cream, wow. Big she night. Got, um, passion fruit bloody cocktail. Oof, got. Hello. And then the nibbles. Oof. Weird thing about the cinema, if you go for the old alcoholic beverage, mm. you're going to sober up by the time the film's ended, aren't you? It's a long film. I know, it defeats the object, unless you go with bottle. Some people go bottle of wine, I've noticed that. At the Everyman, yeah. Yeah, I've seen that. It's the full sit-down burger bottle of wine. I'm like, it's not a restaurant. Get a restaurant. And they chobble all the way through it. We'd hear you, calls chobbly chobbly. Chobbly chobbly, what's chobbly chobbly? You know when people go, (laughs) oh yeah. I just take a big oh. bottle of water in the cinema and I'm happy. I try and eat all my food before it starts. Yeah, I do. Mm, yeah. Coles, what have you been up to? I have not been up to a lot. I have been off work. I have been living the life of luxury and leisure, going on runs, cooking food, being a boring middle-aged boy, really. Not literally, very, very little. I'm going on holiday tomorrow. Where are you going? Marrakesh. Whoa. Africa. Morocco. North Africa. Have you been before? Yeah, I have. Do you not remember when I was 17, I went to Barcelona? No. Oh, my parents were away. We didn't know you when you were 17. You did? No, you we did. didn't. You did? No, we you didn't. Did. I don't think I did. I didn't speak to you. All in our group chat, mate. I didn't speak to you. I blanked you. Who keeps seven years of group chat? Well, maybe I was 18. You'd have been 18. I, I must have. Know. Maybe I was 18. I wouldn't look back on seven years of chat. Well, I know because I, there was a picture there that I was trying to find and I was like, where is that picture? And I was like, I know who I sent it to. And it was in our group chat. But basically, I was in Barcelona and I'd got a one-way flight. It was the first time I'd ever done this like traveling malarkey. Mm. And my mum and dad were away and I'd done it off my own back. I was in Barcelona and I'd been in Barca for like four days and Ben went, if you want a challenge, you should go to Marrakesh. You'll love it. So I booked myself a one-way flight to Marrakesh and went off. And it was an eye-opening experience at 18 years old. But I really, really like it. And I have massive fond memories of it just being like nowhere else I've ever been before. Like the busyness and the mental craziness and off-the-wallness. You're going to a hotel? Um, the first moment I went Riyadh. Yeah. This time I'm going hotel. I want to do a night in a Riyadh. What's Riyadh? Like a, a guest house in the old city. Airbnb? No. They're around a courtyard. Yeah. Houses around a courtyard. So there's a courtyard in the middle. You can get a fire, you can eat or whatever. And then the rooms are around the outside. Keeps it cool. Okay. I might do that for one of the nights. What if I... I want to do a trek in the um, old Sahara Desert. I want to do... Um, like an Atlas Mount. There's not this... much to see. Oh, fucking sandy. I just want to be out and about, explore, a couple of days, reset, done. 
But literally, I apologise for how boring my life has been. I'll try and make it more entertaining in time for next week's episode, Jack. But you will. You're off away, aren't you? That's the only reason That's I'm it. going away, is so to provide content, content for yeah. this podcast. Ben, what have you done to provide us content? Massive. I'm about to paint the kitchen floor. Ooh. <laughs> Michelangelo. Michelangelo. I've done some pre- preliminary sketches of the whole of my family, and I'm going to paint my family onto the kitchen floor. What is the current kitchen floor? It's a fucking mess. You know when you paint a kitchen floor? No, hang on. What's, no. What is it? Is it tiles? What is it? What's the floor? You know, it's like a wood floor, but you paint is it. You, you can paint it. You can paint wood floors. Yeah, but what? Is it white? Is it white? Yeah, your white. Kitchen? It's kind of like it's one of those. It's one of those whites that you don't call white, isn't it? It's one of those farin ball whites, which everyone goes. It's. Angels fart or something. Oh, all right, Elephant's yes, I see. Blackened. Yeah. That's what my walls are, blackened. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's one of those. Angels farts. Top five paint names. Paint names. Angels farts. It's a kind of... It's Elephant's a kind, breath. Elephant's breath. It's kind of like an off-white. Anyway, I said, do you know what? Got a bit of time. I'm going in. I'm getting the paintbrush out. I'm going back to painting. So it's a full deal. It's a full tape roller. It's going to be... And it will look... Amazing. No. I think it will look shit, but I'll be happy I've done it. Do you paint it so that it's all covered, or do you paint it in a way so that you go, ooh, it's a little bit old and rustic, so it looks worn? No, no, no. You paint it all covered so it looks brand new, and within 10 seconds of the kids being in there and the dog, it looks fucked. And then I walk around going, careful, careful, I've painted the floor. Because you're really proud of it, because you've done it. because I've painted it. I like the painting. That's the one DIY that I actually enjoy is the painting. I'm well into it. Oh, no, it's shit. I've told you my railing story. I don't bloody do it. I've never done it. I've always had someone in do it ever since then. What did you paint? Was that your gold? Didn't it submit with gold? The gold wall in railing paint. Yeah. Oh, you, you you used metal paint on a wall, metal didn't you? Metal paint on a wall. Yeah, you did, yeah. Oh, Ben. Look, shit. Ben, it's just, oh, God. And didn't you have to get a decorator around and he came and laughed at you and oh, stuff? Oh, yeah, and he had to give coats and coats and coats and coats of it to get it off. And it was like, yeah, never do this. So when it was on, what did it look like? <laughs> it, it, it used just outdoor looks, paint it lo- indoor. Yeah, it just, it, it looks like it's got a reflection it's just, it's it's awful. And it's all in smears. It looks like my couch the other day with shit smeared everywhere. Ah, nice paintwork, Jack. Yeah. yeah. I've just smeared some dog shit onto my wall. <laughs> and then he had to get rid of it. Yeah. Wow. Well, we've had a slow week, haven't we, lads? But the good thing about a slow week is it gave us chance to get to the cinema. And get to the cinema is what we needed to do to watch this week's film because Poor Things is a cinema release. And we're going to be talking all about that in part two of the episode. So find out what is going on in this clip and come back and listen to us after the break. Got a nice ground. How big? Just How get on it? with it. Get on with it. Stop talking about a nice ground. It's got nice... We've got nice green grass. Just fucking say it. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. 
Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Back from the break. Right. Poor things, Ben. Kick us off with a synopsis. synopsis. Hang on, Ben. Did you pick this before you watched it? Yeah. Oh. So I was the only person who'd seen it last week. Yeah. Then. Yeah. Interesting. Well, it's not that interesting. I suppose it's interesting that you've picked a film that you haven't watched. He does that quite a lot. But I'm starting to do that more because I think it's yeah. good to use the podcast sometimes to go, I fancy seeing it. Yeah. Let's let's give it a go. And that way I've got no, I'm not going to myself, ooh, I knew it was, look, it's up for Oscars, so it's not going to be bad. I knew it was going to be good. But I did want to see it. What do you think of this, by the way? So my cinema do a thing that's like called a secret screening. So you have to be an unlimited member. And it's 7.30 every single Monday. And they don't say what the film is. You just book your ticket and you sit in the cinema and a film comes on. No. Oh. Not, a, not a fan. I like that. I'm into that. Is it a new release or is it can be yes, anything? Yes, it's something that's not out. Oh, that's quite good. And I think they'll do like secret screening 80s, secret screening 90s, but the mo- oh. the unlimited ones are all films that haven't come out yet. Uh. So I went the other day and it was American Fiction, which is Oscar nommed. Yeah. And it was really interesting because the cinema was packed and I couldn't believe there was that many people with unlimited cards. I thought it was just literally me and my dad who had these cards. But a lot of people do. But it's a good deal, isn't it? Because it's like 10 quid a month to see as many films as you want anyway. Yeah, if you go twice a month, you've probably paid for it, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think at Cineworld, once a month, because I'm sure Cineworld's an expensive cinema anyway. Well, at Everyman, you get your um, 10% off your food as well. 20% at Cineworld. Do you get an unlimited thing at Everyman? No, I think, um, do you get like... Four a month? Is is that what it is? It might be that. They've opened an Everyman in Bath, you know. It'd be good for you to get on that. Oh, well, he gets a lot of them for free, though, doesn't he? Cause of his uh, don't you get every man free at BAFTA? Oh, yeah, you do, actually, you do. Oh, do you? Yeah. So you don't pay for the cinema anyway? I don't pay for the cinema anyway. This is bullshit. This is bullshit. That's fame. Can you get another mate to nominate me? That'd be good. Yeah. Yeah. Why don't you yeah, just do that? We're all piling. You have to pay for it. Oh, do you? 
I think they've done me a deal. They give me 1973 price. Two shillings. <laughs> I'll have a black and white. Uh, just do it in black and white. I'll pay less. I think I got you in on one coast, didn't I? We used to go with my BAFTA card. Yeah. Did it get us both in? Well, they're always let me in. That has to be the way because they want you to see it in the cinema. And he goes, I get free pick and mix as well. <laughs> And I don't pay to bark, and you can't arrest me. <laughs> I, get I get free. What's that ice bath? You get Tango ice bath free. No, all three colours. I get them mixed. Um, yeah, it's not a bad thing, actually. So I get mm. now, they used to, years ago, send you the videos and a video player. Then they send yeah. you DVDs, DVDs. And now it's all online through a player. So to explain for a context for our listeners, Ben is a member of BAFTA, which by being a member of BAFTA, that gives him the right to vote on the up-and-coming nominated films and yeah. video games. Video games and short films, because my short film did quite well when it needed... Well, I bet it did, because you were fucking voting for it. <laughs> Straight <laughs> off, I went, 10 votes, one of the best short films I've ever seen in my life. That's what I wrote, P.S. By Ben this Price. This guy a long, a long way. Signed, John Price, his brother. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm on the short films as well, because my short film did quite yeah. well, so I vote for them. But you get to watch stuff that's not necessarily out as well, don't you? Yeah, normally what happens is about December, you'll get... It's a bit weird, though. It's a bit weird is that... Is that it's funny how it works. You get sent them, but you already kind of have a feeling. The ones that they're pushing. Yeah. The yeah. Pushing or you've heard about, like Oppenheimer, obviously, had been yeah. out, so everyone had seen it. Barbie had been out, so everyone had seen it. So what you start to see is films release. So if you release a film now, yeah, too late, yeah, and you've got a year to wait... So really, if they're pushing it for an award, you're looking at September onwards, really. Yeah. Summer, max. Yeah. But you want to get that window. And then come November, come December, if something comes out then, like Poor Things or whatever, mm. it's just out now, but it got sent to us. You know where that theory fell apart? Where? When Silence of the Lambs came out. It came out in February, right? Uh, so it had to wait. Nearly a year. Pretty much a calendar year. For it to be nominated, it was nominated in all of them, and it won the big five, didn't it? For actor, actress, yeah, yeah. film. But it rarely happens. Oh God, yeah, never happens. It's always like the, mm. the all the films that come out around October, November. That's all your Oscar season, isn't and it? And actually, what's happening more and more, I think, though they won't say, it's more and more. You've got two or three films dominating those nominations now. Yeah. Whereas before, you could get something coming in from left field, and they go. Oh, God, that one best script or best sound. I don't think you get that now. Caught us by surprise. It's just yeah. Oppenheimer winning everything. I think so. I think that's what's yeah, going to happen. So. I think Oppenheimer yeah. will win nearly everything and then Barbie a bit. I don't think Barbie will win out, you know. Don't you? Win best song. It will get song and I think that's it. Costume. Who's up for best supporting? Oh, Downey Jr. Downey will get Jr. That. He'll get that. Yeah, he was minting Oppenheimer. Yeah. No. Did you watch Past Lives? No, I haven't seen it yet. Big fan of Past Lives. Is Ruffalo nominated for this? Yeah, Ruffalo is nominated, but I don't think... No, I don't. His accent is all over the place. All over the place. All, all over I the place. I thought, I actually thought in the cinema... Scottish. When he's putting on that... No, that's Willem Dafoe, isn't it? He's trying to do Dafoe's the Scottish. trying to be Scottish. Yeah. I thought 
Ruffalo is trying to do an English accent, but plain an American, and it's going to come out later that he's some American. It yes. was that off. I thought it was a choice yes. that he's chose mm, to yeah, be yeah, 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 pretending yeah. to be someone. Well, it depended what scene he came in. Yeah. And then you were like, oh, I quite like this. He's kind of like Machiavelli. I mean, it's he funny. Changes his it voice. funny. He was funny, but his accent was all over the place. Yeah. Anyway, seeing as we've kind of diverted into talking about Poor Things, Ben, please give us a synopsis of Poor Things. Poor Things. A young woman, Bella, is brought back to life by an unconventional scientist. And then she starts to... Hmm. Baby's brain. Yeah, she. Had, I didn't want to give it away, but... You find that out right at the beginning. Yeah, she's. it's basically a version of Frankenstein. She's pregnant at the time, and they put the baby's brain into her body. And she starts to have a realisation as she grows of herself in the world as a woman. She goes on a big European tour with that man Ruffalo's character, I can't remember his name, and starts to find herself and her place in the world. Yeah, it's it's kind of a a fully grown woman's body with a baby's brain regrowing up again, but already already having the presence of a fully grown and formed woman, isn't it? Yeah, Duncan Wedder, that's what he's yeah. called, Mister Duncan. Wedder. Yeah, Ruffalo. It's interesting because yeah. Ruffalo's character doesn't come into it straight away, so we'll kind of build to that. But so I watched it in the cinema. And I didn't know much about it. My friend had told me to go and watch it. He said that I'd like it. And obviously the film starts off in black and white, doesn't it? Mm. It has a very um, defiant style and feel to it. It was a book, you know, yeah, I never knew yeah. that. Was it? Yeah, I didn't know that until at the end. Yeah. It's a book. Interesting. Yeah, it has a very defiant style and feel to it that kind of, it's quite confusing. It's quite off the wall. You don't quite know what's going on. You see this woman acting like a child. You don't know if she's, you know... Uh, mentally ill or if something's happened you don't know if she's being kept as a prisoner and then we kind of find out that William Defoe's character is a lecturer William Defoe Willem Willem is it not William no, no. Willem 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 but he invents William, William. he invents uh, William Defoe he invents <laughs> <laughs> he invents a story doesn't he to Bella which is she was abandoned. Mm. He's the godfather. Yeah. Parents God. died. He's playing God. Yeah, he's playing he? God. Yeah. And that they leave. He won't let her go outside. I really loved that start. It really felt like a kind of Tim Burton, Sleepy Hollow type thing. Yeah. Edward Scissorhands mm. type thing. It was that start. kind of off the wall, semi uncomfortable vibe. And then when you see him lecturing at the university, there's kind of whisperings from the pupils that he's only there because of his dad and that his science has never been proven or he's never really done anything. Well, you find out, I really did like the bit where you find out that his dad, because he's got yeah. scars all over his face, he said. Yeah. His dad did them. His dad did them. So his dad treated him as a living kind yeah. of operating table. Yeah, he did yeah, something yeah. to his balls, didn't he? Yeah. Mm. Took like his kidneys out or something. Yeah, yeah, he can't eat food without doing a massive burp. He's got no stomach. He did some horrendous things. Yeah. His thumbs, he moved, put them in vices or something, didn't they? Yeah. The thing is that you mentioned at the beginning, Coles, that it's in black and white. Yeah. 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 And then 
as she then goes and experiences the world, she's then open to seeing the world. And then yes. I was thinking that's why she sees it as color now. And when yeah. the film finished, I went, I thought it was nice that when she's a child and she's sort of held prisoner, it's all black and white. She just sees the world as black and white. And then she becomes understanding more of a color. And then Hanny says, yeah, but don't babies for the first period of their life. They only see black and white. I'm like, oh yeah, they do. Well done. Do they? Yeah, they do. They can only see in black and white. And as they get older, they then see colour. It did throw back at one point, Jack. And it went from black and white, colour, black and white. Then back to colour. Is that everything in the house was black and white? No, because then the house became colour eventually. Right. Because I was trying to work out what the you know, what the reasoning was of colour. But I quite like... It's her, isn't it? What she brings the colour. She brings the colour with her. She puts colour into her world from what's very black and white and dour. Yeah. While she tours the world and meets people who educate her and educates herself and all these... The colour comes into her world. Yeah. it, It expands. Her tiny world in that house expands. And then... By the end, she sort of, she becomes uh, a surgeon herself, doesn't she? Yeah. But like to to get there, they end up finding a character who is a student of Defoe, God, whatever we're going to call him. Mm. Um, And he kind of... Max McCandles. Yeah, he's involved in this case study. He's studying her and eventually he kind of semi falls in love with her and he decides that he wants to marry her. And as they're getting everything written up by a solicitor about <laughs> Bella's deeds... I was like, yes, yes, I'll write everything up. But I'm going to take her away and just have lots of sex with her to begin with, to begin with before you get married to her. I'm going to take her away. And they were like, okay. Which is literally what he does. Yeah. Well, no, because he didn't want it to happen, but then God didn't stop it from happening. I like Ruffler's character. It was fun. Yeah. I mean, I like Ruffalo as an actor, but he lifted the film massively. I think Emma Stone's great, but she's brilliant. It's very, very hard for her to start with. But she's got a lot of work to do, Emma Stone. I yeah. Mean, yeah. She, she's, got, she's got to make that transition yeah. and know exactly where she is throughout it all. She's brilliant. She's really brilliant. I mean, because you look at it and you think, it's not an easy film to read the script and go, yeah, great. There's a big journey. How do you think that got sold to her? Well, it's the director, wasn't it? The director, she... Yeah, I've worked with him before. Worked with him before. They're doing their next film, actually. The director, does he play Max? No, he's not in it. No, he's not in it. He's Is he not? I thought he was film. in it. No. no. There's a lot of nudity. A lot. That's why I said, don't watch it with your mother-in-law. Apparently, some was cut out for our version. Can you believe it? And Emma Stone wasn't that happy about it. She said, yeah, I think in our version or a European version, actually some of the nudity was cut out. Um, and you think, crikey, I couldn't believe there was much cut out. I don't know how they did those sex scenes without having sex. The, when they're in the hotel room in Lisbon. When she's in there with Ruffalo. Yeah. I don't yeah. know how they're able to be in a position without penis in vagina happening. <laughs> I I thought in the cinema they're having sex. I don't know how that happens, Ben, because you see everything. You see arse, you see arse bouncing on Willie. 
It's just, I, I don't know. How do you get round that? Unless, unless they had knickers on and they've CGI'd all the underwear off frame by frame. By frame. They might have, actually. I think they must have done it frame by frame. There are ways, definitely. Yeah. I think that's as much as we need to answer that one, Jack. But, jeez, I mean, there's a lot. You do look and go, I mean, poof. Hello. Yeah. Oh, what's that on the floor? That's what I would do. <laughs> well, you would do because you're with your mother-in-law. <laughs> what did you think of the um, the old travelling route? So it's let, let's let's put you two in the scene. You're leaving England for the first time. And mm. um, where does she go? She goes to Lisbon, Athens, and Paris. Yeah, Paris. Yeah. So you can pick three places in Europe. Where you going, boys? Oh, that was good. I thought it was very Wes Anderson. Anderson yeah, it, the way they travel. Yeah, the way yeah, they travel it was on very, those ships. And the colours, like the colour of Lis- Lisbon was white watching I a think Wes Anderson film. it might film. get an Oscar for set design. Yeah, it should. Cinematic. And the yeah. you, the animals in the house and stuff like that. I don't know. Cause Oppenheimer might get cinematography. Yeah, not cinematography, um, set design. Oh, right. Yeah, maybe. I think Oppenheimer will get cinematography without a doubt. Bella went to Lisbon, Athens, and Paris. I'd go... Cass. Birmingham, <laughs> Coventry, <laughs> Portsmouth. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Do you know what mine would be? <laughs> go on. I'd go... Ponty. Ponty fight. you got to get that in. The home of Haribo. Oslo, Dolomites. Dolomites, what's that? Dolomites, so there's mountain range. And Valencia. Valencia? Or maybe Barca. Jack, you're free, please. We'll go Greece. We're we going Europe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She only goes to Europe. And it's cities, Jack. Rome, I have to pick Rome. Well, you didn't pick a city, you picked Dolomites. Dolomites, it is a city. Is yeah, it? It's an air, it's, yeah. Do you know what Dolomites is? It's not a city, though. It's an it's an area. Yeah, well, what's what's the city in Dolomites? It's the Dolomite Mountains. It looks great on TikTok. Where in Greece, Jack? Um, don't know. I'd go somewhere in France, like Champagne. That'd be mm. nice. That's a region. Yeah, but I don't know what the you city is. Both of you fucked it up. If, hey, if I'm not allowed Dolomites, you're not allowed Champagne. Well, you, it's your game. <laughs> your game. It's your fucking game, name three cities, Dolomites. I'm not saying name them, it's three places you want to go if you were to open your eyes to the world. You're showing yourself the world. Rome. I go to Rome. And then Rome's a good one. Somewhere in France, somewhere in south of France, but yeah. I don't know anywhere. I'm, I'm, my geography in France is not great. I think I'd go somewhere like, I think Rome's a shout. Somewhere in Greece as well, I think, I'll have to have Greece. Um, Egypt, something like that. That's in Africa. Some kind yeah, well, you can't have Egypt. We're in Europe. North <laughs> yeah. Africa, North Africa. It's still, it's still, it's still, it's still Africa. Africa. Hold on, you picked Dolomites when you said cities? Pissar. Berlin, wouldn't you go there? Munich. Well, I've been there a lot. Oh, have you? I've never done Germany. Oh, I've been to Berlin a lot. It's my favourite European city. Oh, is it? Yeah, I think it's unbelievable. History and the actual place. I tell you what, I reckon Bella would have had fun in Berlin from what I saw. I mean, I think it's always interesting to go somewhere where you think to yourself, it will be really different. It will be something to see. That That's yeah. the whole point of her 
finding itself, isn't it? That Paris is so... Lisbon is like a place that they almost go on a kind of holiday. That's the only bit, really, that the mother-in-law and Hyen, they weren't really sure about. It's, it's like, as she got older and she became more educated and she was leaving Ruffalo, when she were in Paris, yeah, they had no money. Yeah. She ended up resorting just to go and be a prostitute, like a sex worker. Like, she went back to just... Oh, that's just what women can do. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, but that, but but that was investigating sexual power, wasn't it? So in each all the all the way through in the Europe, she was investigating her different powers: her power, her mental power, mm. her sexual power, uh, friendship. So it was to do with it was to do with that, and also the fallibility of what men are, and then also her place in that but then I don't think she was resorting to it Mm. I think she was understanding just like because she was trying to get money and the only thing that she sort of came up with was I'll sleep with men and then that's that's it you know it was just a bit yeah although I don't think I know what you mean but I didn't see it that okay she was necessarily going that's the only way I could get money it was more that that part of the movie or the film was talking about her her sexual awakening and what that meant. Right. And money happened to be... She didn't want the money, remember? No. It was Ruffalo. She had money. Yeah. So it wasn't a choice for money for her. She had money. I liked it when she gave the money that he won in the casino away to the um, people at the edge of the boat and they stole it off her. Because she was naive about the world. Yeah, yeah. But it's, I think that what was so what I liked about the film was each part of it. She saw the fallibility of, the, of that part of the world, like giving the money away to the sailors, Ruffalo becoming addicted to gambling, the fact that the more she started to move away from him, the more desperate he got, the shittier he got, the nastier he got. Then that bit where you know, I just thought, and then she sort of became full circle. And then went back home. So one thing that we kind of skirted across in the whole thing before we go to the ratings is obviously the character initially had um, committed suicide mm. whilst pregnant. Mm. And that's how he managed to bring her back to life with the brain of her baby, hence the infant brain in a grown woman's body. Um, but as the film's wrapping up, they're at the wedding of her Bella and Max and Ruffalo's character comes back bringing her initial husband before she committed suicide yeah and she goes to see her previous life and you kind of get an understanding of what it was like yeah and i well we don't know if she was because we don't know how she fit in that dynamic but you kind of fill in the gaps that because he's a knob isn't he he's a he's a beast and she started to feel sorry for herself sorry for the self she didn't know yeah. To see that she was trapped by this man who's a beast who carries a gun and just will, will shoot anyone. And then threatens to shoot her. He's horrible. And threatens to shoot his staff. And He's horrible. It's, it's all very weird. And then she decides that the person that she wants to go back and be with is God and she kind of goes back as he dies and then takes over his life, doesn't she? Well, I think, I think that's the ultimate bit of the ultimate of her. That's the bit they wrote in the film is that the bit with the guy at the end who she was married to, the ultimate separation. I see you. 
you know, they uh, they lobotomized him, didn't they? Or no, they turned him into a goat. Yeah, goat, yeah, switched it's his the, brain. The ultimate mm. is in full circle is actually, I'm not that person anymore. You are not going to do this to me. You're horrible. Yeah. And I'm standing up for myself. You could really see that. And then it was full circle and then she went back. Before we go to the ratings, if you were to punish someone like they punished the colonel, what animal would you change him into? I thought she was going to... Um put god's brain in his body yeah you know because he was yes. dying that's what yeah. i thought they were going to do i did think there was going to be some transplant of god like yeah. to try and keep, to keep him, him alive yeah to keep him alive but then i was also like maybe she'd see what it had done to her mm. it's quite a quite a thing to come round to i don't know whether i would i don't know whether i would do that that's the bit where i thought god it's really, really it's quite dark, isn't it? Yeah, I liked it. Shall we rate it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ben, it's your film. You start us off. I think she's absolutely brilliant. Really fucking brilliant. She does it so well. It's a powerhouse of a performance. She does all of it right from the start to the journey at the end. I believed it all. I think they're all really, really good in it. I mean, Ruffalo's accent's all over the place, but he's piss funny. Yeah, he is funny. And it's well directed and it's a really, really, what I thought about it was, it's quite compelling how it's a really tricky story. There's a lot in there and yet it gets into the mainstream. We're talking about it. It's going to go up for Oscars and he's got it into the mainstream to make you talk about it, what this woman's journey is. And I think that's super powerful. Um, Nine. Jackie P. Big. He's gone big. Up for Oscars, big performance from her. He's a great director. I think it's that big. Directed well. The script's tight. Script the script's is very tight. good. The dialogue between yeah. everybody is very You could see it was a book. Very witty. Yeah. yeah. I'm gonna go eight point one. Eight point one. I think it's I think that's he's where it shit. lies in the eights. I think shit. it uh, creeps in. Creeps uh, I want to separate it from a few of the 8.3s and 4s that I've done, uh, but I don't think it's bang on 8. I think it deserves a little bit a little bit of a, a pick-me-up. I'm in the 8s as well, but I'm 8.5. I really liked it. I thought the characters in the film are really, really good, clever, complex. You know, all the way from Bella to Mark Ruffalo to... The boss at the brothel in Paris. Yeah, she's great. Yeah, Every character gave you a feeling towards them. As in, the colonel, he was probably in it for seven minutes and you hated him. Yeah. Hated his guts. You know, God, it was a love-hate relationship with all the way through as she has. Bella, you kind of learn to love and grow and understand her. I think every character really... I, I, yeah, I think it was... I think it was very, very strong. I'm fascinated as to how this idea would have got pitched to Emma Stone because she must have been the first signature they got and how they go, I've I've got a film. She must have read the book. It's a tough sell. But he's doing the... Apparently he's been trying for a long time to get it off the ground. So he's given her the book. Is it? Is it? What? Is it a tough sell? Is It, it depends one of those... on who's making it, doesn't it? When you can look at the track record. Yeah. And go, is this going to be the film of one of the films of my career? I think Ruffalo said he got given it and he thought, 
what is he, mid-50s now, and he was like, am I over the hill? Am I going to get anything that's going to be really, really, really particularly challenging that he wouldn't usually do, go yeah. down the line that yeah. he wouldn't usually? He said he wouldn't with this. There's a lot of nudity. He has to get his body out. His body's not in the best shape as what it was 10, 15 years ago. And he, then he, he just read it and he enjoyed it. He likes the director. He got on well with you know the rest of the casting. He went, ah, oh, fuck it, I'll do it. If I die on the sword and I'm awful, I'm awful. But he said, you know what, it was one of the best times working on a film that he's had in his career because all they did was just piss around and laugh. Yes. Mm. And it's just, you can tell, and you can, you can tell, tell they're relaxed. She has to be fundamentally completely completely relaxed comfortable with everybody with there yeah yeah for the amount yeah. do you know what i mean yeah 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 and it just looks like they had a fucking ball just looks like they had a ball yeah and she feels it a performance feels really safe i felt very safe with that character i felt like she's going to take me on this journey and she's mm. going to be all right i didn't it didn't become sinister i thought no she's strong yeah. She's going to push through. Yeah, I think it's. I think he comes over very well. It's probably done him. It's probably done him a lot of good because he just got stuck as the Hulk. Yeah, I've I, I've always liked Ruffalo. I believe that is twenty five point six out of thirty, which takes it to third place. What's it beating of mine? Can't beat him. Well, it's beating all of yours. What's it beating of yours? Home Alone Two. You being serious? Basic, falling down. You still haven't got a film above halfway. You're at the bottom. You're at the bottom end of the shit. You're on the sofa. Yeah. You've done a shit on the sofa. Welcome back to shit, shit on, on the, the sofa. sofa. <laughs> I'm Coulson Smith. <laughs> yeah, I think that's fairly positioned. Um, good film. Good trip to the cinema. If you haven't seen it and you want to, and we've not spoiled it too much for you, go and treat yourself and open your eyes to the world of poor things. The other world that you should all be opening your eyes to is Patreon. Patreon is our paid-for subscription platform. It's a place where you can get bonus episodes of Sofa Cinema Club. Last week, we recorded our Patreon question and answer session, which is where you can ask us a question and we answer it open and honestly. And we did that last week, didn't we? Loads of rude questions and we answered them all, so get on the Patreon and find out what we said. (laughs) Mm, Definitely, definitely do. And as always... Every person who joins the Patreon gets a job. And this week, we've got four jobs to give out. Um, There's some great ones this week. I'm really excited. We've had a great week at On The Sofa Land. And the... I mean, it's flying. That much so. We've built um, we've built a football stadium. Because you've got the coolest seam, you dickhead. No. We've, That's we've bollocks. En- it's absolute we've, toss. We've got a football we've, stadium. Just so we can fit this guy's name in. We've created a football team and it's it's going really well. It's going really well. We've got a nice ground. How big? Just How get on with it. Get on with it. Stop talking about a nice ground. It's got nice we've got but nice green grass. It's just, it's just, just, bef- it's say just it. behind the um the alpaca farm. You know that field? No. Have we yeah, I've never heard us mention that farm before? Well, anyway. One thing that we need is we need some songs because we've got quite a lot of fans. All the staff go and they support they support the lads, they support the teams. Um, and yeah, we need some songs and kind of need someone who's an expert in football songs and football chants. 
and I'm delighted to welcome to On The Sofa Land, head of football chance, it's Chris Chant. <laughs> built a football stadium to get that job well, in. I always know when you've got one <laughs> straight away, because you, you start doing the Patreon and you go... It's, a big, it's a big job, it's a big job, and you get in there really quick because you've just seen one. You got it's a good chance. I've got two this week as go, well. Go go for the second one. Do you want me to go again? Yeah, well, it's a big job. This. It's a big job. It's a huge job. It's a huge, huge job. How big would you say on the sofa land is? Oh, Space. massive because you keep fucking building fucking footballs. It's huge. And it's looking a bit tired. So a bit like Ben painting his floor, we need somebody to go and paint it all. The suppliers are a, a local firm called Johnston's Paint. And we rang them and we said, any chance you can get us a painter and decorator to come in and paint the entire place? And he went, oh, I'll see, I'll see. And I went, just just one man, one man, bucket, paintbrush. And they've sent us Reuben Johnston from Johnston's Paint. He's head of decorating. Reuben Johnston from Johnson's Paint. Well, it's the Johnston's Paint Trophy, isn't it? Oh, is it? They also sponsor the football cup that Chris Chant's doing the songs. Is it Johnston's or Johnson's? It's Johnston's. Johnson's I think it, Johnson's is the pharmaceutical company, isn't it? Johnson and uh, Johnson. Johnson and Johnson. Anyway. Anyway. That's me, Dom. You know you were talking about the size, the sheer size of yeah. the sofa land. Yeah, that Ruben's having to paint all of well, it. To get the public, we we need public transport now because it's it's the size of a city technically. Not everyone can get the helicopter either, can they? Mm. No, but only like the CEO, only Nancy's going in helicopter. Yeah. yeah. So just for the normal staff to get from like yeah. A to B to back to the car park. We've already got a monorail. Oh, have we? <laughs> yeah, I knew exactly what you're doing. We've got one. Well, I'm saying, saying. We need someone to lubricate the monorail <laughs> track, and that person is Angie Harrison. She's on lube on the monorail. <laughs> well, considering it's it's got so big, the on the sofa world head of sewage, Lisa. <laughs> I'm sure you've done that before. No, yeah. I'm sure we've got a head of drains. I love Don't it. Head of drains. Sewage is different. Drains take yeah. the rainwater. Sewage is a big job. Lisa. That's partly Lisa. You didn't give us a second name. So I just thought, right. <laughs> you're in the Your shit. Job shit. <laughs> if you want to join the fun and get a job on On the Sofa Land, in On the Sofa Land, it's, it's the fastest growing world in the, the world believe it or made not. up world yeah it's just in getting bigger and bigger every single week and if you want to be a part of it next week simply sign up at www.patreon.com forward slash on the sofa jack when we come back next thursday mm. we're gonna be watching a film that has been picked by you yes we are. what film is that going to be please you pointed out today calls that this film you can watch on the iPlayer, can't you? You can. BBC iPlayer. So if you um, pay for a license, um, you should be able to watch it. Um, and that film is... It's a comedy mockumentary style film. Came out in the 80s, mid-80s, like 84-ish or something, 83. And it's called This Is Spinal Tap. 
It's about an English rock band trying to make it big in America. I think I'll like it. I think you'll like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. everyone mm. loves Spinal Tap. Imagine The Office. Imagine The Office, the TV series, but a rock band rather than oh, an, an office. office. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's very much like that. Yeah, it's good you're like In it. fact, Ricky Gervais actually came out and said, when writing The Office, the only sort of idea he sort of had in his head was Spinal Tap, was this film. Well, come back on Thursday to find out what we thought of Spinal Tap. And remember, if you want more on the sofa, join us on Monday, where we sit down, we do a top five, a would you rather, we might get a Jack's hidden gem, and we find out what all you guys from around the world are saying to us about on the sofa. So we'll see you then. Bye. Bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Shrink the Box is back for a brand new season. This is the podcast where we put our favorite fictional TV characters into therapy. Join me, Ben Bailey-Smith, and our brand new psychotherapist, Namon Metaxas. Hi, Ben. Yes, this season we're going to be putting the likes of Tommy from Peaky Blinders, Cersei from Game of Thrones on the couch to learn why their behavior creates so much drama. So make sure you press the follow button to get new episodes as soon as they land on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts. Shrink the Box is a Sony Music Entertainment original podcast.